0: Hello, and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for January 17th, 2020. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Okay, before we get started, I wanted to uh, give an update on uh, jury duty. Uh, the The uh, case is over. Uh, we have made a decision, and I'm now back home uh, doing this. All right, uh, I'm not going to get into it at all because he can't, I can't really, but, uh, I will just say that, um, uh, I, you know, it's one of those things I was glad it's over. That's all. Um one of the big problems that we ran into is we had to stay over at a hotel on Wednesday night and the uh, room was not accessible. And, um, you know, I got a little pissed off there and lowered the boom on, uh, the hotels management there because they basically lied. And um, hopefully, uh, I was speaking to some of the people at the court, and um, they're going to run across uh, disabled people as jurors more and more. And uh, they need to be prepared uh, to have a proper hotel room for any of those jurors. So, uh, hopefully, I'm able to help them out with that because I said I would do that. And, uh, anyways, I'm just glad that it's over and I'm back home. And I hope I don't have to do it again. But honestly, If they ask me to do it again, I'll do it because I think it's important, okay? I hated the case. God, it was awful. But, you know, I understand why the guy wanted a jury, (laughs) you know, especially after going through it. All right. Now, since I've returned last night, I have two new videos up on the blog. The first one is the Women's Battle Royal from uh, this week's episode of NXT. So the winner gets a title shot after Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm, uh, at work when worlds collide. Now the, the, um, main thing is this picks up towards the end. The first part is blah. There are a few surprise entrances, but you know, watch the video. The video is actually pretty, pretty good, especially the end. Uh, they have Shayna Baszler and Mercedes Martinez face off. You may have heard that Mercedes just signed with the WWE. And so that might be a tease for an upcoming program. And I don't know if they're going to keep uh, Mercedes down at NXT or not. I'm not really sure. Uh, I was actually a little surprised to see her sign because I know that, you know, she was reluctant to leave Connecticut for Florida. So, you know, that's what they had to talk her into. Um, the final four seem to be. Tegan Knox, Io Shirai, Bianca Belair, and Shayna. And Tegan runs wild. and Then Shotzi Blackheart, who's a recent signee, she's the one with the green hair. Okay, she was hiding. She was never eliminated. She actually throws Shayna out and then gets thrown out herself, I think by Yo, if I remember correctly. And then Dakota Kai comes out and eliminates Tegan. So obviously they're going to do a program with those two. So the closing stretch with EO and Bianca is really good and it makes me want to see a match between them. And that's really the best part of the match. Bianca wins with her finisher. So she gets the title shot. And like I said, uh, the ending is pretty good. So be sure you check it out. Okay. The other match video that we have up there is from um, Wednesday's uh, episode of uh, AEW Dynamite. It is Chris Statlander and Hikaru Shida versus Brandy Rhodes and Mel. Okay, so Awesome Kong was advertised for this match. Now, look, it's like I said when AK first was first brought into uh, AEW, her back is so bad. I don't know if she can wrestle anymore. All right, and for that reason. It is ill-advised to make her a major part of any angle. I know she's been doing some behind-the-scenes things as as well, I think, in training and stuff like that. But the point is, I wouldn't make her part of a major angle just because I don't think she can physically do much anymore. All right? And now, fan concerns about Brandy becoming a major part of the AEW women's division are because she can't wrestle, okay? She has trained... But she really isn't any good, and that's why the crowd is dead during this match. No one wants to see Brandy wrestle, and if you watch the match, you can see she just can't she's not she's just not good enough all right now, Melanie Cruz, who's being called Mel <laughs> hasn't been given a personality you know fans are not going to care about her until she gets one it's she's she's pretty you know she's just generic I mean she's an okay wrestler and everything like that. I mean, mostly she's big, but the problem is you have to give wrestlers personalities these days, or why? Why have them there? All right. So that's the setup, and this match is 15 minutes long. So, I mean, Hikaru and Chris, who actually are pretty good, try hard to elevate this match, but it's just too much to expect them to do that much uh, when their opponents are this bad, and and that's been the problem with the AEW women's division. That, you know The booking has been awful. And there doesn't seem to be a light at the end of the tunnel. I I don't think they get it. All right. So, uh, you know, that video is up on the blog. So uh, you might want to have a look at that. But it's not a great match. Like I said, Ikaru and uh, Chris uh, try very hard. But it's just a very tough situation for them. Very tough situation. Okay. All right. Let's get to UFC 246, which is on tomorrow night on pay-per-view from uh, the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Uh, we all know what the main event is. I'm not, not talking about that. We're talking about there's four women's matches on this show. So first of all, we have as the co-main event, uh, Holly Holm versus Raquel Pennington at uh, Bantamweight. And as I said when uh, I first previewed this match, why is this so high up on the card? It's mostly Holly Holm's name value. But really... Uh, I said uh, when I talked about this match a couple of months ago when it was set up, is I think both of them should retire, okay? I don't know who's going to win the match. It doesn't really matter to me. They they fought before when Holly first came to the uh, UFC, and uh, she won by split decision, and some of us actually thought Raquel won the fight. And, uh, you know, Holly is still Holly, you know? She's still basically a boxer. She has no power. And lately, (laughs) she hasn't been doing very well. So, this is why I, you know, she's 37 years old, and I just think it's time for her to retire. But she's another case of a fighter who doesn't know when to quit. All right. Raquel is a different kind of problem. That's that she's actually a pretty good fighter. The problem is she really hasn't been the same since she had that ATV uh, wreck a couple of years ago. And uh, she's just not the same fighter. I wish she was, but she's not. Okay. So, uh, I'm not really. Don't really care one way or another who wins the fight. I, I, I'd like to see them both retire because I don't think either of them is is what they used to be. Okay, all right. The other fight that's on the main card uh, has the potential to set up a future uh, title shot in um, the strawweight division, and that's Claudia Gadelia versus Alexa Grasso. Uh, I'm not sure either of them are all that good enough. Uh, Claudia. Um, is, of course, a Brazilian, um, you know, she's, uh, her specialty at one point was her ground game, but she's now training with Mark Henry, and he seems to be teaching her the keep-away style, okay, and, um, you know, I I, want to see if she's aggressive enough to win this fight decisively. Uh, If she, if if it's a close fight, and, or she loses, or whatever, then, you know, I'm starting, I'm going to start to wonder about her, whether she's good enough anymore. Uh, Alexa uh, is from Mexico. Of course, she's like her um, teammate, uh, Irene Aldana. And again, uh, she's a points fighter. She's not aggressive enough. Uh, You know, uh, I'm not crazy about the fight because I don't think either of them uh, are that good. Okay. On the prelims, which will air in Canada on TSN, we have Macy Barber versus Roxanne Monteferi. And that is at flyweight. And I know fans love Roxy. She's so nice. She's not good enough. Okay. The main reason they're doing this fight is, you know, Roxanne is ranked. Okay. I think she's ranked number nine or 10 or something like that. And Macy needed to fight a ranked opponent. All right. They're not ready to... Move her up that high that she gets a title shot. But I suspect by the end of the year, if she keeps doing what she's doing, she will get that opportunity. Okay, she's, you know, I really like her. She's 22 years old. Um, she's from Colorado, but she's training now at um, uh, Rufus Sport in Milwaukee. She's been working a lot with um, uh, Ben Askren and also Anthony Pettis. And I think Anthony has uh, Anthony Pettis has been a really great influence on her. Like. Uh, uh she really praises him for his uh his his mentorship and uh so you know i like her i i like her because she likes to finish okay so that's kind of what i expect here i expect her to be very aggressive uh, and unless roxy catches her with something which i don't think she will um i expect her to uh i expect her to finish her okay and the uh, fourth match is on uh, in Canada to be air on UFC Fight, fight Pass. It's Sabina Mazzo uh, versus JJ Aldrich at Flyweight. And Sabina was uh, an LFA champ. Uh, she's originally from Columbia. She trains at um, King's MMA in uh, Huntington Beach, California. And uh, she came to the UFC and she lost her first fight and she won her second fight. Uh, I'm not sure that J.J. is any better than the fighters, fighters that she's fought so far, um, but the problem with J.J. is um, she's a points fighter, and it really depends how things go after the first round. She can probably win the first round with her uh, keep-away strategy that um, Trevor Whitman gives her, but the, the problem is uh, I don't think she's good enough to... Uh, have that strategy against a decent opponent. So the idea here is this fight may tell us a lot more about Sabina than JJ. We know JJ is a mid-card fighter. Sabina supposedly you would think has potential to be, uh, you know, a, um, a, uh, on a higher level, but we'll have to wait and see. We, we don't really know. Uh, it's too early to tell. So I think the fight may give us, um, Uh, A a clue as to what's happening there. Okay. We have one new fight announcement, which I think was uh, back in Monday or something like that. Brett Okamoto of ESPN reported that Juliana Pena versus Aspen Ladd has been added to UFC on ESPN 8 March 28 at Nationwide Arena in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, Aspen confirmed this on Twitter. So this is a pivotal match in the UFC bantamweight division. All right. Juliana is 30 years old from Spokane, Washington. She now lives in Chicago, but she returns home to train it for fights at uh, Jitsu in uh, Spokane. Uh her record is 9 and 3. She's 5 and 1 in the UFC. Juliana won tough 18 and you know, she was on her way to a bantamweight title shot when she lost to Valentina Shevchenko. So she was if you remember that fight, she was actually winning and then she screwed up and got submitted, okay? Then she got married. And she took a two-year pregnancy break. So, Juliana returned to action with a win over Nico Montano July, in July 2019. So, Aspen is 24 years old. She trains at MMA Gold in El Dorado Hills, California with Jim West, who is also her boyfriend. Her record is 9-1. and one. Now, after a loss to Jermaine Durandami, Aspen beat Yana Kunitskaya in December with a third-round TKO. Now, this was after West yelled at her between rounds. So he... It's things like, uh, get off the fence now. <laughs> so, you know, Aspen is ranked number two. Juliana is ranked number four. So I think it's fair to say that the winner of this fight should get the next title shot. And both are exciting fighters. So I am looking forward to this fight. Okay. All right. So that's about it for today. Um, uh, be back on Sunday with all four of those UFC fights, uh, again, uh, don't forget to check out those, uh, 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 videos that I posted on my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And uh, I just want to say, uh, reiterate that uh, thanks for all the inquiries about uh, the jury duty, uh, but I am back and I'm not going to be on jury duty again anytime soon, I hope. So if you have any questions or comments for the blog or the podcast, please leave them on Anchor's voicemail And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. Enjoy the fights, and we'll talk to you Sunday.